Hi everyone, welcome back to Fantastic Lady Day Podcast. I am your host, Carrie Collins. You might be wondering, hey, what the hell? Why can't we see your beautiful, beautiful face? But I can tell you, if you can tell from my voice, that this is really not looking good for me. <laughs> um, it has been a nightmare of almost two weeks. Um, I wasn't planning on posting a, an episode last week, obviously, because it's Thanksgiving, but I thought for sure I would be posting this week. Um, on the 16th of November, my son got really, really bad. What I thought was a cold. And then that turned ipso facto, me and my two children have probably the gnarliest uh, flu bug that I've had in a very, very, very long time. I'm actually, I'm actually impressed with this son of a bitch because it's taken me out. Well, I wouldn't have gotten sick, that is, if my son wasn't so sick that he choked on his uh, mucus and threw up all in, all in my face. Um, some got in my mouth, and then the next day I woke up with a cough. So, good times had by all. I am living, I am in a living fucking nightmare. Um, so anyway, let's get into it. I wanted to, um, talk a little bit about, like, the holidays and things. Um, so I hope everybody had a, uh, had a good Thanksgiving. I mean, cons- all things considered with the illnesses and everything, it was actually a very, very nice Thanksgiving. We went back to Oklahoma where me and my husband grew up and uh, and uh, my husband's uh, family still lives there. And then my mom, obviously, said she lives with us. She came with us. So anyway, uh, it was nice to see all of the family, all my husband's family. It was kind of sad. It was really sad because my kids obviously could not keep up. They were so sick. They could not keep up with their cousins. So that part was kind of a bust. And I felt really bad for them. Hold on. My apologies, friends. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of that coughing. Um, anyway, um, I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and apologize for the quality of this video. But I wanted to have something up for you guys. And I wanted to talk about holidays and stuff. And um, I think for the majority, um, I think most of us can enjoy the holidays. And if you can enjoy Thanksgiving and Christmas, that's fantastic, and I'm, I'm so happy, but, you know, there are some of us um, that, for 
whatever reasons, um, the holidays are really, really challenging. Um, I mean, you know, there's, there's people who have lost loved ones. And, um, what I kind of want to talk about is the effects of living in a toxic or having a toxic um, family and what that kind of does as far as like the holidays and I just feel like so thankful um, for my children because they have been able to give me back the, the blessings of the holidays. They have been able to help me be positive about the holidays now because I get to kind of live it through them. Um, cause, and I'm not saying that all of my thanksgivings and christmases were really bad but there was a very probably through halfway through my childhood teen years and young adulthood um, my parents really fucked it up they really fucked you know everything of what the holidays are supposed to be about i mean when you have broken families and stuff then it's just hard to When you have a broken family, it's hard to, I don't know, but, um, sorry. Anyway, yeah, I, there was a, there was a chunk there where, um, I think I've, you know, I've talked in other episodes, you know, about having a narcissistic, narcissistic parent, and that definitely applies to holidays um, and, and both of my parents I feel are just as equally responsible for ruining holidays because you know they were in a bad situation and that just filters through the whole family it doesn't just affect a spouse you know one person trickles through the whole family and I remember as I was getting older just just wishing, like, the like having to be, I guess it's like having to be forced to spend a full, like, 24 hours with my parents was, like, a nightmare. And then by the time I became a young adult and I was living on my own, it was so nice that I could just leave. Um, but, you know, when I was in my teens, when I was living in my parents' house, it's just... It was just being forced to. I never wanted to go home. I always wanted to stay at my friend's house or just not be at home. And so the holidays really just forced me to have to deal with everything in my face instead of running away from it, you know? There was always bickering. There was always fighting. I remember my mom would always just lose her shit about, she would slave over our meals, obviously. She'd be the only one that cooked. She'd be the only one that cleaned, like, growing up, I mean. And so instead of, you know, I don't know, instead of being effectively communicating or, you know, giving us chores or this, that, and the other thing, I don't know what the solution would have been. 
she would just internalize it all. And uh, all it was was a simple, she kept asking. Um, all she had to do was simply just ask us to help or to do the dishes or to clean up this or mop or whatever. But she had to make it into this whole, she had to make it into this whole fucking thing and scream and yell. And then that would, of course, set off my father. <coughs> set off my father into his tirade and his narcissistic bullshit. And so, yeah, be ruined. And then I just remember just hating Christmas. I hated Christmas. Like, they would come in and bounce on my bed and wake me up. And at first, you know, when they did it, it was, it was whatever, but like, they just kept, every fucking year they would do it, they would come and like, just abruptly wake me up, and just laugh and laugh and laugh, like it, like it was nothing, and I'm just like, that's, I don't, I don't, I never went in there and did that to any of them, <laughs> and I just felt like that was just kind of wrong, and. So, yeah, it's, it's all to say, like, if you, and those are just a few things that I can remember. I just remember definitely in my, um, in my young adulthood, just not even celebrating, um, not even celebrating, like, Christmas or Thanksgiving or anything anymore. Like, once it was my choice, I just never decided to, I never wanted to celebrate that stuff. Um. That's where, you know, having my kids has been a, a, a blessing because I, I truly, truly love the holidays because I plan all these things, these, I, I do activities, I plan all these events um, around Thanksgiving, like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas time for my kids and just to watch them get to experience this stuff. I'm just like, it just fills my heart. Um, Cause I know I had, I had some of that when, when I was little and we had uh, our traditions and that's, I think what made me so sad was that my parents just got in such a bad place that we just stopped doing the things that we love to do, and it was more about just going through the motions, I guess. It just became torture. It just became, it's like on the daily, we were being, you know, mentally and emotionally abused. So it's like, why would I want to have to spend a holiday? Why would I have to be confined for, you know, <laughs> a whole, full 24 hours with these people that are abusing me? And then, you know, so a day, a Thanksgiving day would go like this. My mom would wake up at butt-ass whatever fuck o'clock. And, of course, she'd probably be vacuuming at, like, 6 a.m. while everybody's still sleeping, which I always fucking hate. I don't understand why parents do that shit. I mean, I get that you have a shit ton to do, but if you were to delegate your chores to your all of your family members instead of you just doing them, then you wouldn't have to spend all fucking day cleaning the house. Anyway, I so I'd wake up to my mom vacuuming the fucking house at 
6 a.m. or some bullshit time. She'd already have everything in the oven, roasting, cutting, chopping, whatever she does. <coughs> My dad, at whatever fucking time o'clock he decides to wake up, would literally, probably, he would wake up, go into the bathroom for about an hour or two, come out and lay on the couch and just watch TV. And literally goes from laying to sitting to laying. Um, uh, I don't know, like me and my sister would be just kind of confined in our rooms, come out and get breakfast or whatever we do. But we'd pretty much just stay in our rooms and just be whatever, not antisocial with each other. While my mom's in the kitchen doing all the work. And then finally, you know, about noon or whatever fuck time, um, we would all have to come and eat. My my dad would say some sort of bullshit prayer. Oh my god, I wish I, I wish I could remember what he would pray because to call at that time to call my dad a Christian is fucking laughable. He was not a Christian. He was not even a good person. I'm just being really uh. You're getting the you're getting the full tea, guys. So this is a good episode for, for, the, for the full tea. But he would make up some bullshit uh, prayer that doesn't mean jack shit. And we eat. My mom's cooking was always really great. My dad would always eat like the weirdest fucking shit. Like my dad loved the uh, the canned. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. The canned quote, I'm finger quoting, uh, cranberry sauce that comes in the jelly. You'd eat the crap out of that. He always loved like the, the yams and with the mashed potatoes and stuff. Or with the, not the mashed potatoes, the yams with the, the marshmallows on top. And of course, you know, he's diabetic, so he wants to eat all the sugar stuff. And he never once ever took care of his diabetes growing up either. So he would always have really bad episodes and uh, (coughs) my I guess my favorite parts of the Thanksgiving meals obviously the turkey mashed potatoes green bean green bean yeah I think it's green beans everything else I'm like and we always have like rolls and those kinds of things and and I think we would probably put our dishes at least in the kitchen, but then my mom would have to clean up everything all by herself. And that's where we start to hear doors being slammed, puffing and puffing and this and that until she gets to a point where she gets so fucking frustrated with all of us that she starts screaming at the top of her lungs about, you know, how we don't help her and and whatnot, and so I have to come out. We've already disbanded. We have already gone to our corners of the house. We did our socializing for the day, and we all just retreated to our our sectors. <laughs> and so, you know, and rinse and repeat for Christmas. You know, that's uh, that's how it was every every fucking Thanksgiving and every Christmas was just so. Just what was like what was the point? What was the point of all of that frustration? We didn't want to be around each other. 
we were just forcing it because that's what everybody does on those days. So I just never really understood the point. And then the more and more it just kept happening. Like I'd always hoped that it would be different and it just kept happening. There were good things here sprinkled in here and there. Like my favorite t- tradition with my kids is going and doing the drive through lights because that's what I always, always loved um, growing up was going to um, this one town called Yukon and going through their lights display. <coughs> and heads up Colorado, that was for fucking free, you assholes. Colorado has to charge for everything. Whew, she's salty. I apologize. I'm supposed to be coming out of the holidays being thankful and being happy, but I swear to God, it's like this illness comes in and steals your soul and your body and your mind and everything. You become, you can become a whole other person. I have never felt so bad in my life, in a very long time at least, and I've never felt so fucking negative. It's like I can't sleep for very, I can't sleep for longer than maybe an hour or two at a time. So I'm exhausted. Um, I can't do anything because my body is so exhausted. <coughs> it's viral, so. Um, and I'm starting to cough a lot and going to lose my voice. So obviously this is going to be a short, short, short episode. So I apologize again. But I wanted to have something for you guys. So here we go. Anyway, um, but yeah, so having the kids just changed everything. So um, I plan a, I plan a ton of I plan a lot more stuff for like the fall activities. Like our we have two main traditions that I never, never, ever, ever skip. Is we always go to in the fall, we always go to Anderson Farms, and they have so many activities, and the kids absolutely love it. And then for Christmas, we always go and do the drive through lights, which I don't know why. It's just Oklahoma. I guess I just got ruined in Oklahoma because Oklahoma people love their Christmas lights. They put on displays. All the houses are lit up. There's so many places to go to drive through, and it's not this, like, 15 second it's like a good like 30 minute drive through these really elaborate displays and here one you have to pay for it because of course nothing in fucking Colorado can be free you gotta capitalize on everything that's what they don't tell you about li- moving to liberal states they think oh they're about equality they're about uh, you know community they're about this they're about that I was like no they're the biggest capitalists if you really like open up your brain cells. And, um, and so those are the two main things, but like I'll sprinkle in, um, like this year they did, um, Halloween drive through lights. So we did that and that was so fun. <coughs> and then, um, next year I'm planning on they do um, the. They have a railroad museum, and my love, my my child loves anything, planes, trains, automobiles, whatever, any sort of transportation. So I really wanted to do it this year, but it's going to be like for all of us, it's going to be like four hundred dollars. So I wasn't able to do it this year, 
but I'm hoping that next year we can go. Um, they have a Polar Express ride, and I'm sure you get like extras and things like that. Um, but I really want to do that with with my kids because I think that they would just lose their freak. This is what I'm talking about. Like I wish that my parents would have done more stuff like this. You know, it doesn't have to. Like it wouldn't even have had to cost you know, to do stuff, just like do fun activities with your family. Like make, like I'm all about making memories. I'm all about like, I don't know. I'm all about the experience. Like it doesn't have to just be a day where you get together and eat food because that's just bottom line what it turned into. It's like we didn't, you know, it was just like a really, really bad time in life and we had no no business being <laughs> celebrating a or go just going through the motions if we're not really you know if we don't really have it in our hearts. Just a first, it was just very much a a glimpse looking back at that we really really were in trouble as a family. But I mean, you know, I was a kid. What was I supposed to do? I was depending on my parents to like get their shit together. And I think, you know, as I've gotten older, I've really been able to <coughs> maybe not completely understand my parents, but just realize like how broken they are and how they were brought up and how how much of a broken system my mom is kind of, my my grandma came from a broken home, like a broken dysfunctional home. Of course, my grandma and my grandpa were dysfunctional. Like my parents just never had a chance and they just continued to perpetuate the toxicity and the negativity and and all that nasty shit. And so um so it's now on, on me to break that cycle of abuse. And that's where I come in. But my second thing that I'm thankful for is my husband, because he is a large part of why I can have the space to, to heal my trauma, to break that abusive ancestral abuse. Um, without him, I just, I mean, I don't think I could do it. I, I would be in the same, you know, I would be just perpetuating the same toxicity and my kids would be, I can't even, you guys, it breaks my whole heart into millions of pieces thinking of my children suffering like I did. And having a parent tell you that they never wanted you, um, and that you're these horrible, horrible words, and objectifying you, and because you're a girl, and I just couldn't even, I couldn't even, it, I wouldn't be able to live one day if I was ever in a household where my children ever felt even one sixteenth of what I had to go through. And so I chose, I think, I mean, I chose inadvertently, I guess, to break the cycle way back when in my 20s, when I started my internal healing journey. 
And I'm just so thankful for it. Am I perfect? Am I going to heal all of it? Probably not. (coughs) But I'm going to make for damn sure that I make all the changes that I have to so that my children get to be better and that their children get to be better and that their children's children get to be better and that we can stop this shit because this world is crumbling. This world is going to shit and we need strong people to stand up for what is right in this world. All that to say is that I do hope that you can focus on some good things. Draw, you know, just draw on the people that are positive in your life and they don't have to be blood. And it's okay. And it's okay to go no contact. I think that's a big thing. You know, I think a lot of people want to put pressure because it's like, oh, it's the holidays or, oh, it's your mom or, oh, it's your dad. I'm like, toxic people are toxic people. And they're just going to create more trauma. And it's okay to... And it's okay to to go no contact for your own peace of mind so that you can break the cycle of abuse and you can heal your trauma. So I just... In case anybody's listening who's in that... Who's in that place. Or if you're in a abusive relationship at the moment... You know, I just, I feel for you. I've been there. There is an other side to it. It's finding the good people. It's finding the support that you need. Um, And those of you who've gone through loss during the holidays, I mean, that's devastating to, to lose anybody at any time, but especially when it's the holiday season and it's supposed to be about family and then it starts Making you think of all the other things that they're going to miss out on. You know, there's, there's a good place, you know, for healing. And, and, I, and I hate saying sorry to people. Like, my best friend just lost her father. And this is going to be the first holidays without him. And I'm sure, even if you do have an estranged relationship, I'm sure it's still hard knowing that, like, you can't. Like they're they're not there. They're not there to say, Hey, happy happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas. My heart goes out to all of you who've lost, all of you who are in a difficult situation and I mean the holidays are holidays are just fucking hard, man. Just when sometimes it's just it's just not it's just not the not the vibe. <laughs> but there's always another day. There's always another year. And nobody says that you have to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the holidays. You do what's right for you. I'm giving you permission today, right now, as you're listening to this podcast, you get permission to do what you need to do to heal your soul, to make your soul full. And I hope you find that because you deserve it. You are worthy of so much. You are worthy of love. And I thank you guys. For, for being here and listening to this raspy uh, Delilah after dark if you're Oklahoma Oklahoma you, you understand that reference but apologize for, for the voice and for the blah 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 but I hope you guys did if you did celebrate I hope you had a good Thanksgiving and don't forget to 
subscribe on YouTube, hit the notification. There will be a video. Hopefully next time I will be feeling better. We're also on Spotify and Google and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to hit us up there. Yeah. Thanks again for listening. I hope you all have a fantastic lady day. Bye, guys.